0: You're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your host, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that?
1: We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals
0: Not anything.
1: And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional.
0: Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to another episode of Casual Swinger. My name is Mickey.
0: And I'm Mallory.
1: And this is... Trying again, second time, where we won't have people <laughs> standing outside in the hallway yeah. raising hell.
0: So, fun fact, we're recording remotely from New Orleans yes. uh, this week.
1: The great center of piss and desperation that yes. New Orleans is. In and,
0: and a hilarious turn of events, there's been a, a multitude of noises happening in the hallway that we were picking up and having interference with. And I'm trying not to laugh too hard because I know you're annoyed.
1: I get deeply annoyed when our audio gets fucked up. <laughs>
0: I mean, let's be honest, like, your your fuse, like, your tipping point is a lot shorter than mine. Like, we're, our fulcrums are totally different oh, when yeah. it comes to that stuff. Straight fucking so comic. you totally did, like, you. mad dad walk out to the hallway like you are going to kick some ass and ground somebody. I did. I
1: was going to yell at somebody and tell them, yeah. damn
0: it, get off my <laughs> lawn. Yeah, pretty much.
1: It's, it's totally me these days. But we've got some special guests joining us today on Casual Swinger from the great piss-soaked city of New Orleans. We have the beautiful Kate from Wanderlust Swingers. Woo-hoo. She's going to join us here in a few minutes. And of course, our friend Solo Swingin' from Twitter. Yeah. We wanted to call him Hand Solo, but he didn't like that. Yeah,
0: that was, I don't think that was a nice one. (laughs) I thought
1: it was going to be great. So we'll catch up (laughs) with him here in a few minutes, too. But we're going to talk about size today.
0: Mm, Size and does it matter?
1: Oh. Oh what yeah, that was a question we got here in New Orleans. Somebody we did. raised their hand and was like, Hey, does size matter? We're like, Yes, sir, we know you have a big penis. Hilar- Thank you for telling everybody.
0: Yeah, hilariously, because that question just so did not belong in the conversation no. during the seminar. It was literally advertising that he has a big dick if anyone's interested.
1: That was literally what he did. Yeah, but, but, you know, that's yeah, we'll what happens.
0: In, yeah, we'll get into that in a little you bit. We'll
1: do live crowd events. These sort of things happen. <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But where have we been? What have we have been up to? Oh,
0: my gosh. It's been a really busy travel summer for us.
1: Yeah, we just got back from the beautiful Park City, Utah.
0: Yep, definitely one of my de- favorite destinations I've ever been to with you as a couple, like on a Vanilla. Like the, right. su- the Sunday, what was it? A Park, sil- park Silly. Park Silly. Park Silly Market was absolutely incredible. I fucking love that. The gondolas. Is that what they're called?
1: Well, yeah, the so the closed-in ones are gondolas, and then you have the chair lifts.
0: All right, I'm not gonna lie, I pissed myself a few times.
1: Oh, the pine, the red pine gondola was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, that was. I think it took us up about 1,200 feet above the 7,000 feet we were already at.
0: Yeah, I thought I was gonna Looney Tunes and in, in the little cart.
1: Badass almost died of oxygen deprivation. Yeah, what you, are you actually, about? you actually
0: did. It, that was actually really scary. But like, I don't do heights and roller coasters. Like, there's just something broken in my brain as I've gotten older. And, like, as we were get coming over the one side of the mountain, like, I could feel the blackness in the corner of my eye. And I'm like, don't pinhole, because if I start bobbleheading and sweating, I'm done. Like, well, I'm passing out.
1: I really didn't think it was going to be a problem for you, because I thought what I could see was the top.
0: Well, and you kept leaning into it and tipping the cart. And I'm like, oh, my God, please well, I wanted to look stop down. the movement.
1: <laughs> well, I think the thing, when we went over that first top of the mountain, and we were, like, three, 400 feet in the air, that's when you just shit a chicken. Yeah. You were done. Like, it
0: was... I'm glad I was brave and I did it. I, I really am, and I, I would do it again, but I would be lying if I didn't say I was was not terrified, because I was.
1: Well, I've got some pretty awesome pictures that I took from that gondola that I will go ahead and throw on Twitter here anyway. uh, before long if you guys yeah. want to check it out. It was definitely a, a dead zone for swingers. There were probably... Like four or five sets of swingers that reached out to us uh, that, you know, would do listen to the show or friends of the show. They gave us some really, really cool suggestions on places to go, get drinks. Yeah. Uh, no name saloon, high west distillery. Yeah,
0: no, it was, a, it was great. They had awesome food. Bars had great drinks. I did feel a little bit of a pariah because like even for me, I dressed more conservatively than I usually do. But I still, still felt like, like everyone hooker. knew like I was a vicious trollop. <laughs> like every time we went somewhere. You're not a trollop. That's awesome.
1: It was fun, though. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, that was that was good travel for us. Uh, and, of course, just before that, like literally just before that, we were in Palm Springs for yeah, Podcast BCAP. of Palooza, which is the <laughs> last time that we saw Kate and Solar swinging. So that was pretty cool to get to see these guys twice in about a month.
0: So, yeah, twice in, yeah, about a month. Isn't that incredible? Like I feel spoiled at this point.
1: Uh, we are spoiled because, you know, here in New Orleans where we are right now, there's a bunch of people that were at PCAP. Yes. Which is really how we ended up here. It's like a Orleans. little
0: reunion. Yeah.
1: Well, I had sworn off. I said we were never going to come back here again. and But all our friends are here. So I was like, fuck, okay, we'll go.
0: Yeah. We're lucky ducks.
1: Yeah, it really didn't suck. But that was, was pretty amazing. So uh, what else do we have going on? Uh, what's going on in the store this month? In case you guys are wondering, we got Lilo on sale. Lilo is 30% off for the entire yeah. month of July.
0: Yeah, Lilo's definitely up there in the premium brand. Uh, oh, Echelon. Time. Um, but still a great value for what you get. So I highly advise checking out the store and seeing what little products you might be interested in. I recommend the smart wand. If you're like me and you orgasm, you forget to turn off your uh, uh, vibrator and the batteries die. And this one only turns on kind of like the womanizer um, with pressure. Yeah. So there's a little conservation of battery life there. Also, it has a very healthy amount of battery life. Yeah,
1: it's fairly quiet, and too. It comes in medium and large. Yeah,
0: and unlike standard ones where it has a straight handle, this one's curved, and so is the head a bit. Uh-huh. So from an ergonomic perspective, because, you know, I like to be comfy. I'm getting older. I don't want carpal tunnel for You're a woman reading. of a certain age. Yeah.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, all of 29. Okay. Well,
0: I'm not, like, in, like, am I a cougar yet? Actually, that's a good question. I'm 38. Does that qualify as cougar? Do I, I guess it depends on whether you're
1: talking to a 22 year old or a 31 year old. Yeah, you're a cougar fair. to a 22 year old. You're not a cougar to yeah. a 31 year old.
0: I'm a I'm a cougar in training. There you go.
1: You're a, well, yeah. And you could still take on a cub if you wanted.
0: Yeah. Do I have to talk to him? <laughs> that's saying. the problem. <laughs>
1: I look at some of these girls, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're like you're 25, and you look all Oh, my God, they great.
0: Look, like, did we look like that at 25? I don't think I ever looked like that. I don't think like I ever, no, definitely not. You did, I, never, I did. No, right? definitely not. And you look at them,
1: and you're like, wow, you're really hot. I want to get to know you better. And then I start to get to know them, and I'm like, please stop talking. Yeah,
0: also, I also had a four-year-old at 25, so, mm, no, I definitely did not look like that. Yeah. Maybe Anywho. Anyway, um,
1: but yeah. Uh, by the way, that Lilo wand you were talking about is mm. one of the few wands that's totally submersible, so you can use it in the bathtub.
0: That's true. Hot tub, bathtub, yeah. shower. Yummy, mm-hmm. cool. yummy. That's yummy.
1: a unique wand in that regard, and uh, also has a pretty good amount of horsepower for being.
0: Mm-hmm. There, so. And it charges fairly quickly. I think it's a couple hours full, full battery.
1: Yeah, two and a half hours of charge on about forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Love it. I don't know why I know that off the top of my head, but hey, I own a sex toy store.
0: Nerd, so. I love it.
1: Giant fucking nerd. But yeah, uh, so Podcaster Palooza was a blast. Park us. City was a blast. New Orleans smells like pee, but our friends are here. <laughs> they're probably the friends. ones peeing everywhere. And like, Everything smells like pee. It's because they're all running around in front of me, pissing on stuff.
0: I mean, I did hear Kate went to bed at 7 o'clock after being day drunk one night. But Oh, I, I'm yeah, not we put, got here, and I'll she was stumbling theater. day drunk. It was great. <laughs> so good. What else do we have going on? I don't really know.
1: I think we're going to get back to Orlando here uh, in a few days, and... Kind of readjust the rest of the summer and see just how yeah. slutty your summer will be.
0: Yeah, I think the, I think it's definitely going to be slutty. slutty sure. summer has been off to a good start <laughs> It so actually far. is. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off and make a quick mention here. So um, for anyone, I, I, I've been found by a, f- a few friends of ours. So just to be transparent, um, I have started an OnlyFans. Um, this is something I've wanted to do. It's for me. Um, I'm having a great time. If anyone's interested, you're more than welcome to check it out. More than happy to, but we're not going to use the podcast to, like, use it as a sales funnel or pitch it or promote it. I just don't want to be, you know, disingenuous or inauthentic. Yeah, it exists. MrsMilford.com. There you go. That's me. That's my face, too. Actually, my face is out there now. I left my corporate job.
1: Our faces are out there almost as of yesterday.
0: That's true. That's true. We were walking the streets, ran into John and Jackie of uh, Open Love. And they asked about taking our picture and we looked at each other we're like, we can fucking do this now if we really wanted to. Yeah, so in season so yeah. five
1: coming up here on Casual Swinger, uh, we're not deal. in the closet anymore. We're just going to yeah. kind of put our faces out there and kind of let it be whatever it is.
0: It's they're, yeah, they're decent faces My company too. doesn't
1: care. I mean, I sling rubber dicks.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> so true, that's no true. So no cares. That's true and I just have to, I don't, I, yeah, I have to answer to me now. So I'm pretty excited about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're your own boss. And you're my boss. I do what I'm told. Ooh, I like me, bossy.
0: That's kind of hot. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already horny. Don't make it worse. Right. You're over there It's just like a slug I am, in your chair. I am. I'm trying not to drool all over Kate's like chair in her That's room. That's right. We are <laughs> sitting
1: here staring at Kate and Solo Swing and who are being so silent, so cooperative. They're so.
0: actually kind of being shits because I saw them making like hand gestures at each other and out of the corner of my eye, I'm trying not to pay attention to them. I did I, don't look, I looked at
1: Solo Swing and he made some sort of a hand gesture and I thought I had to steal third. I didn't know why.
0: <laughs> just get them like, some semaphores. Yeah, there we done.
1: go. Oh, and we got some shadow puppets and some other things going on. Oh, is that
0: a donkey? I love donkeys. Yeah,
1: there we go. <laughs> but all right, without further ado, we're going to bounce out of here from this intro. Now that you know all about Mallory's OnlyFans, which yeah, that's a thing, and that's the only time we're ever going to talk about on the yeah, show, but, frankly, guys. Yeah, so, you might
0: maybe they'll see a like or something on our Twitter, but like yeah. we. I don't see that's not what casual her. swingers about it's yeah. Not why we're here so
1: if you hear about it again uh, it is what it is but it's not something we're hiding from you it's just not yep. really not really part of what casual swinger is nope. so but Total of course separate. casual toys will still be and the other things we do will be the travel things we do will be and of course Mallory's slutty summer will uh, be part of our further conversations as we close out season four here in the next couple of episodes and come back with season five with our faces out of the gate. In the meantime, Mallory, do you want to tell everybody how to
0: find us? You know, at some point we should pre-record this so we can just insert it so I don't have to do it live every time. No, it's
1: more fun watching you do it live.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, we are Casual Swinger everywhere. You can find us at CasualSwinger.com. Feel free to shoot us a message at podcast at CasualSwinger.com. You can find us on social media and Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you'd like to check us out on the dating sites, that's Cassidy, SLS, SDC, and Double Date Nation.
1: Told you. You see, that's why we don't pre-record it, because you have to... just yeah. comes out of your mouth like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I have to, like, close my eyes to think about it, and it's it's really weird.
1: You should hear the last episode where I had to do it at the end, because you bailed. I did
0: listen to it, and it may be your ringtone now.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I thought the alabaster scrotum was going to be your ringtone. <laughs> His drunken ass by the time we got he to was, Whiskey the That was month, a hot mess. That's all right. But hey, folks, we'll be back in a hot second with Solo Swinging and the beautiful Kate from Wanderlust Swingers, where we talk about, Does Size Matter?, uh, I'm sure I'll come up with some other sort of a episode title, like Giant Labia, Are They Roast Beef? No?
0: No. Just stop.
1: Oh, she wants me to stop.
0: We'll be back in a minute. See you have <laughs> been listening
1: to Casuals right?
0: Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm your co-host Mallory.
1: And I'm still Mickey. I mean, it's only been eight seconds.
0: Yeah, I know, but still, welcome.
1: Hey, that's twice as long as it takes me to have sex.
0: (laughs) Please don't say that. People are going to judge me more (laughs) than they will judge you. Uh, So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about size and if or if it does not matter.
1: Yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's a really large conversation, mm-hmm. a huge conversation, very long, very wide, very thick. <laughs> uh,
0: and now you're advertising. <laughs> All right, here we go.
1: How? No, I, you know, it's funny. We were, we were in uh, a session with Kate here in New Orleans, and there was a guy who just kind of decided out of the blue— and we, we asked, does anyone have any questions? And he's like, I have a question. Does size matter to women? And he kind of stands there with this big cheesy grin. Yeah. And it's like, sure, dude, you have a giant dick, and you just told the whole room, we understand.
0: Hilarious. But it turned into a
1: bit of a more interesting conversation for the room about size and just kind of understanding where people are. And it was interesting to see people in the room chime in. You know, you chimed in that you're like, yeah, you oh, yeah. getting to China on a robot's a think, bad plan. And, and
0: fun fact, Uh, Kate is here along with our friend Solo Swinging that are going to chime in on this conversation. Um, What up, guys? But it was really hilarious to see us both kind of like, we're going to try to shut this shit down a little bit because that dude's just advertising.
1: Well, yeah, and keep control of the room, too. But, you know, I, I think it was interesting that you kind of came in on the side of, yeah, I mean, you know, size is a good thing, and Kate came in on the side of, well, too big is a bad thing.
0: Well my argument was that size does matter right like anyone who says no no of course it doesn't is they're kind of fucking lying because it doesn't matter if you're in a rowboat or you are you're on a fucking aircraft carrier if you don't know how to drive the fucking boat it doesn't matter yeah and,
1: and of course in this yeah. particular context we're talking about penis mm. but you know it's funny that i think what we did leave off in that room and, and we're going to get Solis swinging and kate to chime in here in two seconds but it's size is relative to the person who's experiencing it. So the Goldilocks principle applies here, mm-hmm. that what is too big for someone is somebody else's jam. What's too small for somebody is somebody else's jam. You find the right person for you, and you guys get together like peanut butter and jelly, and it's off to the races. You're having a great time, and so is she. Uh, but that being said, Kate, how you doing?
2: I'm good, man. How are you doing?
1: I'm really good. You were just silent as a tomb over there.
2: Yeah, because the last time I interrupted your intro, and I remember you taking the piss out of me (laughs) incessantly for months. So I'm sitting here not doing that. We
3: absolutely did that. Solo swinging. How you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm definitely quiet because this is my maiden podcast voyage. You're taking my podcast cherry here. So Mm. I
0: love it. That's hot. Mm.
3: You you have the smoothest voice though. Like you're just pot kettle black. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying it. not to sound too much like Fraser Crane. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. So yeah, good. It's outstanding. Uh, it's you know I'm I'm often uh, accused of being your brother, so I think it's kind of fun that we get to do this together. I, I have no siblings, but if I had one, I would delight in having you as my sibling. Oh, you guys, to a, you as well, my friend. You
0: guys are That's, adorable. Total <laughs> bro,
3: total bromance. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is one of my favorites, and he
1: is a single man in the lifestyle. Ladies, line up. Get <gasps> yeah. you some single file line, please,
3: girls. You no, know, he'll take two at a time.
0: Oh, okay. Well, He then, is a man go. of many talents. I believe in you.
3: you. You know what? Mickey can be my maitre d' any day. Yeah? yeah absolutely. I think he could take four at a
1: time. He's got two arms, a tongue, and a penis, last I heard.
0: Let's do this. I'd i pay I to have, see that. I have no
3: comment. <laughs> <laughs> I think but he would yeah. die trying. I believe I believe in under-promising and over-delivering, <laughs> and you're setting me up for failure is all yeah, I have. Yeah, I left value. your feet out of it. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> my podiatrist thanks you as well. <laughs> So,
1: Kate, during the conversation that we had uh, in in the ballroom, you really came out strongly on the side of that sometimes there's just dicks are too big.
2: Where the hell are
1: you coming from with that one? I didn't think it was possible to have a dick that was too big.
2: Oh, my God. It's so possible. Um, And, I mean, when we talk about size does or does not matter, interestingly enough, Last night on my Snapchat, I got a, per- a guy messaging me asking about how big my pussy is. Not from a labia perspective, but from, like, a deep, wide perspective. Really? Did he want me to break out
1: a micrometer and give, like, him a... like. You know, and
2: and I guess it's it's just this uh, misinformation that exists in sexuality. It exists in, I guess, people aren't discussing it enough, and therefore it's all about porn. It's all about these perceptions. Yeah, and so I think that when we talk about size matters, obviously we're going to get deeper into other aspect of size matters. But I think this is where the whole like, you know, P in V thing stems from. Is that like, well, how big is your cock? How tiny is my pussy? And you know, this gentleman out of out of nowhere asked this question, and yeah, my response was absolutely they can be too big. I have had guys that have hurt me. I've had guys that have been it's been it's been painful. It's not been pleasurable. Um, I've had guys that quite simply just don't fit, regardless of how many gallons of lube and how much foreplay there is. So, does size matter? I mean, the answer is is black and white. Yes. It does. And I, I think the way that we go instantly is does size matter because we're thinking about this on the smaller side, whereas my perspective is it does matter because I'm not taking a giant cock that looks like it's a baby's arm holding an yeah. apple.
0: Don't you think, though, like from a size perspective on the male side, my perception is that they're constantly thinking of their dick size in comparison to everyone before, after them, the guy next to them, like because they don't want to be the quote-unquote small guy. So that's where they're their mental state seems to be. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, and I mean again I I, I don't have one so I don't understand where that I, that comes from. What there. I can say from from a female's perspective is that I think we carry a certain amount of stigma and again misinformation with how big our pussy is and you know it's like that whole sausage down a hallway <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I and I, so I find it interesting that somewhere along the lines from an adolescent to an adult we pick up these ridiculous stigmas and we place that shit on other people. Mm-hmm. We project. Of course yeah. we do because then it gets further away from us as a person. So yeah, I I, I, found, I find the question interesting, but I also find that it's not a question that can be answered in a simple 10-minute conversation. It's it's a broader discussion and it's a why do you think that's your only value? Is that all you can bring to the table play-wise as well? You know, I mean, there's so many things here, right?
1: Well, that was my response to the guy in, in the ballroom was if that is your primary positive attribute that you are presenting to somebody that's all you are you are literally asking them to fetishize the one thing about you that you find valuable and that's or
0: you're stating that this is the only thing i find valuable about mm, myself it's or the sad. only thing i think you will accept of me yeah uh,
2: and uh, that's and a look, turn off i mean and there's, there's a certain kink involved in this too and i don't know so- solo speaking you might want to kind of chime in here but there is a legitimate kink on people talking about cock size. And, I mean, when I'm fucking Daryl, you know, he w- when we're talking dirty, he's like, oh, yeah, baby, tell me how I fill you up. And I'm like, your dick is perfect for my pussy. And we have these conversations during play. So I, I understand it from that kind of that kink um, perspective. And and I guess I'm not yucking anyone's yum in that regard. But I think there's a fine line between is it big enough, is it too small, is it performing is it the right size, whatever, versus, I guess, yeah, fetishizing, I don't know, Solo swinging, what do you think? No, I, I Save I, me for myself.
3: <laughs> no, I think, I think you're saying it right. I mean, if you put it specifically in the context of a size discussion where you where someone's looking for a specific size or is turned on by a specific size, then having a conversation centered around size makes perfect sense. Um, but I think it's the wrong question. Right, we, we, know, we, say, we say, does size matter? And there's a, s- there's a not subtle implication there of I'm small, you're big, or am I big enough? And it's never the question. I mean, the question should be, in theory, what size cock do you like?
2: Mm, and how do you a like it? Conversation. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't yeah. that
3: be a much more interesting conversation? First of all, it shows attention to the person you're talking to.
2: It which is very right. important, especially right. from and a single guy. What is myself.
3: your path to pleasure? Because maybe it's not penetration at all. Whatever, but it doesn't presume that what they're inherently looking for, which you probably believe, whether it's the porn conversation, or whether it's sociological, or whether so, it's why is it
2: like as a single guy? Like, if you're bringing this to the table, I mean, how are you interacting with other couples, other single ladies? I mean, well, I, I mean why? I do you think I, it is? I will
3: say in 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 twenty years or so of being in this world, I can probably count on the fingers of one hand the number of times I've had the conversation, and the one that sticks out for me personally was years ago with someone who is still a friend. Um, we have, we haven't played in years, but. Um, I knew that she had a history of um, playing with a single African-American gentleman who were well endowed. And so in that context, it made sense for me to raise to her, listen, if this is what does it for you, mm-hmm. then I feel like it behooves me to say to you, listen, I'm nothing more than average. Yep. And if that's what you need, I won't be able to provide it, which led to one of the funnier stories that ever happened to me <laughs> because so. we did, in fact, play. Um, and when it was over, I said, you know, <laughs> sort of jokingly referencing our original conversation, I, I hope it was okay. She goes, oh no, it's fine. You're girthy. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I feel like the eighth dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> <you're steezy laughs> dwarf. and dopey and doc and bashful and girthy. Yeah. So you
0: were very <laughs> proactive in the conversation. So you presented it to her like, hey, I know this about you, so I'm just going to put it out there and make sure and protect her or nurture the fact that you may need something else more than. But
3: without that, I probably never would in a million years would have raised it.
0: Yeah, has anyone ever raised it to you, like come to you about and talked about dick size? Because I feel like I have never openly, outwardly asked about dick size. It's not been a primary concern of whether or not I'm interested in having sex with that guy.
3: I don't. Uh, d- I don't think anybody's ever proactively approached me. Means, I mean, a great deal of my experience certainly has centered around. Naked resorts. I so was you're about you're to say, is it because yeah. you're already
2: naked, maybe like You're already it. naked. I mean yeah.
3: I, I this is sort of my mantra, which is one of the reasons why I spend so much time in these places and why I enjoy them so much. It's like you've seen everything I have to work with, right? Now turn me on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like it sort of takes it takes away, takes all of that away, and you know, may, do you have to get into the grower not shower conversation because that, that happens a f- lot of Hedo. Flaccid, Does you're it? Not, you it. Know, yeah. Flaccid, you're not that you know you're not that impressive, but you can still get it done, so to speak. Yeah. You know, when, when you know when you get turned on, sure, okay, fine, we can have that conversation. But then again, at Hedo, you can sort of find out on your own if yeah, you really want to. If you really want to know, I'm gonna make an inflammatory
1: statement.
2: Oh, that never happens. Never happen. I never. You're, you're going to inflame something.
0: That's right. <laughs> Ask coqueta Caliente. I never have opinions. I'll get you some cream for that.
1: Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's an inflamed statement. No, men talk about penis size way more than women do.
0: Yeah, talk I would about agree. It, I don't think, think that's,
3: a, a don't think that's inflammatory at all. I mean, I think that's true. Well, well we're ne- that, we're, neuro- we're neurotic messes about it, and they just don't care that much.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, and I think when we get neurotic about something it actually takes them out of a positive sexual headspace.
2: But I will say that I think women out there are and I don't want to use neurotic because I f- I feel like that's somehow taking away from the the very real concerns that we have which is labia size. <laughs> yeah. So I Oh yeah. You know as as much as I think guys might think about, you know, their cock size, I think that a lot of us women we get bored up and we start to really get concerned about how we look mm-hmm. and feel and present. And it, it is a little bit traumatic at times. I gotta be honest. It's There's stressful.
0: This
1: false narrative that's somehow grown among men that the more sex a woman has, the more wrecked her pussy becomes. Yes. And it, that it, it looks like the, somebody yeah. took an axe to a pile of roast beef. And if you didn't have sex and you were yeah, an right? About yeah. your about your behaviors then suddenly you wouldn't have that. You'd look like I you'd never had sex in the first exactly. place. So you'd have this perfectly smooth aerodynamic area down there.
3: Like like, the, like your labia would recede into its natural so shell right. on its own? Th- like, like a turtle.
0: Kind of. So, like, I think...
3: Or a snail. Th-
0: I think this uh, is in the influence of porn, because porn for a long time, at least for me and my viewership, um, pussies looked like they had larger outer um, lips, and the inner lips were smaller, more tucked in, more tight, like like you d- I didn't see a lot of porn that had larger inner oh, lips. okay, okay. So I feel like that's kind of like the mental image I had and they they present as maybe virginal or, or sweet, innocent demure, all of these other things. and that's how they're presented to us to consume. So when I would look down and I'm like, um, I think that's not what guys are gonna want because it doesn't look like that. Like I consciously remember as a teenager having that thought because I totally watched my dad's porn.
3: I do. I do wonder. And this this gets maybe gets into the weeds a bit, but it also sociologically, I wonder if it has anything to do with the conversation around pubic hair, because if I mean, I'm I'm old enough to remember, you know, oh old, yeah. old old smut mags, you know, old hustlers and things. Mm-hmm. Oh, when, when We when have bush. I'm saying so. When 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 pubic oh. hair was very common in porn and in in magazines uh-huh. and things, I don't think we obsessed as much about how the labia itself or the vagina itself hmm. presented yeah. uh, and, and if you look at those magazines like you know you have women you know, pulling back the hood of their clit in, in a picture and their lips are every which way and you didn't care Somehow, I don't know if the, if the if the hair distracted or it was part of the picture, but somehow I wonder this progression towards no pubic hair, which speaks also to your notion about virginity and, and yeah. all that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that created a hyper-focus on, okay, well, whatever's left. We need to stare at that, and it mm. needs to look a certain way. Yeah. And we all obsess over
2: that but more somehow. I, I was... You know what? I was a cunt hair away, because we're talking about that. Aha. I was a cunt hair away for get it from getting a labiaplasty a couple of years, like oh not gosh. maybe, um, I want to say 10 years ago, uh, maybe a decade ago.
0: A friend of mine just got hers done, and I, I literally have been thinking about it for months now.
2: Yeah, I was so close to getting it done, because again, what I saw represented as a female form, and we talk about, you know, the axe wound, the whole thing, was that my labia menorah were larger than what was being represented everywhere that I was being seen. Yes. And, uh, you know, this is probably pre-Daryl too. My ex-boyfriend watched a lot of porn where, again, it was like the barely legal whatever. Yep. I mean, we were young at the time too. We were like 20. Sure. But all of that porn was represented as the labia menorah were inside. They were not showing outside whatsoever yeah. or maybe just the tiniest little peak. And I was like, I'm not represented at any of this stuff. And if that's what my boyfriend is watching – that is what men want and therefore I'm ugly. And I remember distinctly being in the lifestyle and I actually sh- for it took me a lot, but I actually s- got on my knees, I was naked on the bed, and I literally grabbed my pussy and I showed a couple and I was like, I'm actually really concerned about this. And they were like, You have a beautiful pussy. But you you, you don't know. You don't know until you look at other uh, other ones because yeah. you think for the some reason in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, but <laughs> for some reason we all think that ours is like ugly. And I don't understand where that shit comes from. And that's the same thing with cock size, you know, or boob size or nipple size or whatever it is. Like we, clit size, like we obsess oh, about being the anomaly, being yep. the exception.
1: Well, and so kind of, and only for a moment, going back to the gentleman, you know, in the playroom, we go into the playroom, we take our pants off. And, and yet, you know, Aikido, as Solo Swingin' said, it's the great equalizer. But we go into that space and you go to play on a bed and you're next on a bed on a bed next to a guy that's huge. There's no guy in the universe that looks at that and suddenly feels comfortable whipping out what he's got to play when he's looking at that, wondering if he's going if the person he's with would rather be with him.
2: I, I have a, I have a serious question I want to do around the room right now. I wanna know in a playroom, being around other people situation, how often you have looked at the same sex genitalia. Like what percentage, how often do you look, do you look? I'm, I'm curious, you go well, first. Well, if he carries it it in, in a
1: wheelbarrow, you can't help but notice, right? But, but so do you actively look? No, no I, don't, I, w- I wouldn't say you actively look because you're looking for a, a good spot. You're making sure it's clean. You're making sure it's a safe place to play with the people you're there to play with. I think as a guy, all of that comes before looking around to see if there's any bigger dicks than mine, for sure. Uh, but I don't think, what, what I'm saying is, you can't help but notice when there's somebody that is significant on one side of the scale or the other, and if they're significantly larger than you, I think that does call confidence into question for guys. Now, I think that may apply for women as well, which we find it equally ridiculous that you guys would have you know, concerns about the size of your labia or your nipples or, or whatever, your clit. I mean, it's hilarious to hear that from you, and I hear it from both of you from time to time, and I'm like fuck is wrong with you? Like they're perfect just the way they are. The idea of labiaplasty to me is asinine to me because there's no medical reason why you have to get them lopped off unless you're dragging them down the beach behind you.
2: I had an old flatmate and she did have one that was significantly larger than the other. So she did get a correction done. Good for her. You know, I'm all about it. If it makes you feel any better, but I think the difference here is what was driving my decision was not from a place of I wanna do this because I wanna make myself feel better. It was driving it because I want to do this because I'm broken, wrong, ugly. I don't know. Mallory, do you look around the room at other people's pussies when they're well, and do you and look at the playroom okay. and
1: go, check out the beef curtains on that one.
2: So I'm gonna call myself out here. I look at Genitalia all the time.
0: <laughs> 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 so I look at Hito, I look at at the fucking grocery store. Like I, I don't know. Like I think it's just something that's in, ingrained in me. I don't and I, I don't know that it's always really is not as much related to sex as I I would consciously say so. Like, I just fucking, like, I'm fascinated with genitalia. Like, I love it. I'm bisexual. I love cock. But also, like, everyone's shaped and looks differently. And, like, I think maybe in my head I'm taking stock and doing a law of averages or, like, kind of like the vulva project. Like, just taking stock in what's different, what's alike, what's good, like, Oh, yeah. Checking those boxes or just making bullet points. I love those.
1: I love those things. You, you mentioned the Vulva Project, which yeah. is an illustrated book you can buy. There's the Vagina Project. Uh, there's all They're on Instagram. They're online. And what they yeah. are is a celebration of female genitalia yeah. and how different all of them are. Yeah. And they're all ages, all sizes. Some have pubic hair, to solar swinging's point. Some don't. But they are all wildly different.
0: They are. And, and actually, like, the Vulva Project specifically, because I, rem- I started hormone therapy, and so my clitoris got significantly larger, and I was so fucking devastated. Now, granted, my orgasms were better, but, like, the first time I had to take my pants off in front of somebody I wanted to have sex with, I was fucking terrified. And I was like, please, don't be afraid. It's not a microphalus. They're like, what? And I pulled my pants and they're like, what the fuck are you? It was almost hilarious, the reaction. It is Your
1: clit's not that big. But I in don't my
0: head, it. it's, like, the size of my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just knocking around in my pants all the time. Like, everyone can see it.
2: Yeah, it's body dysmorphia for your clitoris.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I love her. She's fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I definitely look at genitalia in it, but I, I'm also one of those people that constantly does, like, where do I stand in the... Society. Scale. So you'll scale. you'll be looking at people and their outfits I and their... unfairly rank myself somewhere between me and this other human. Okay. Yeah.
3: What about you, sir? Well, first of all, I want to shop at Mallory's grocery store where she can share stare at genitalia because <laughs> I, 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 I want to know what <laughs> grocery it's, store... It's and called I, Cop
2: Dog and it's in France. Uh, uh, yeah, well it's you called Publix. Publix. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> no, well seriously. Played. And I well, don't well, discriminate. It well
0: doesn't, doesn't matter male, women, age. <laughs> Lots like, of time around the frozen food it's section. weird.
3: Clean up an aisle five. Um, I, uh, look, I won't lie and say that like, at a, in a Hito scenario, I, I was in the playroom. I'm not a big playroom guy in general. I, I don't spend a lot of time Fair. in playrooms um, overall. So I can't, I can't speak to that too much, but. I, I won't lie and say that at Hito there haven't been times wh- where I've seen some well-endowed gentleman show up at the pool and I've watched some woman who I like already, you know, mm. her eyes go there. And she's I'm like, just once I'd like a woman to look at me that way. And I know it'll never happen because I don't have that and never will. Um, but I've had some experiences with that where, like, if I know the person – and I've said something to them. I think I think even once I said it to a friend of mine. I said just just once I'd like you to look at me the way you looked at that guy. Yeah. And she and she said to me, "Oh, I was with him last night. It ain't it, it ain't all that." And it goes back to your original point of, or your original point, uh, Mickey. Uh, if that's all you have to offer, then you know, again, for someone who that is the sort of the to sound fancy the raison d'être for, for being in this world, then sure that that guy can fulfill that need. For or that person who needs to be with a big dick, mm-hmm. but to reduce so many women's desire to be part of this to being with a big dick does a disservice to those women because you've I've, I've certainly found that it, in many cases it's a psychological high, it's a physical high of other varieties. Whether it's somebody watching, not watching, b- hotwifing, whatever you're doing, it's fulfilling a different psychological need. So to reduce it only to a big dick is doing them a disservice. The other the other statistic. And I, I, I cede the floor to the ladies on this. But years ago, somebody took me insi- aside and said, you know, the average length of the vaginal canal is four inches. Anything more than four inches, you're fucking your cervix.
2: And uh, you're causing urinary tract infections. Right. Yep, It's so the like, whole okay. thing.
3: So I'm like, okay, well then, you know, I, 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 I will be content in my knowledge that I can fill a woman up without discomfort. And if she needs more than that, she can go to somebody else. But in general, I can do the job with what I've got.
2: Um, there's also penis extensions. Do you guys have these in the store? Oh, we do. Yeah. Yeah,
3: they're I mean, sleeves. They're
2: sleeves, yep. Yeah. So how do how do we how do we feel about I don't, I, this uh, is
3: I don't know anything about this.
2: So it's it's a little, uh, you know what, I mean, you, you run the store, you can talk about
3: it. <laughs> is it like a manicure? Can I get, like, gel and can I get uh, Yeah,
2: like little pink, like, oh glittery yeah. ones. Get the,
3: get the pointy ones and the glittery ones, yeah. yeah, yeah can, can they match
1: my outfit on a costume? for some someone's some pleasure.
0: Of some of them have funny faces on them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: it's no, I- Essentially <laughs> what it is is it's, it's a sheath that goes over your cock and provides an extension uh, and it potentially, depending on which one you buy, additional girth. Now, a lot of these will Could have... a
3: combination condom and sheath? Could it do no. both? No, it's, no it I really wouldn't. isn't a condom. It's yeah. not. You it oh. should go on over a
1: condom and if you're going to do that. However, what it does is it, it does have openings along the base, uh, wh- the frenulum of the penis, which is just under the head, and that is exposed to allow you to continue to have sensation
3: despite the fact that you're wearing a cover over head. So basically you look like a gladiator. Your penis looks like a gladiator. A Spartan, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you not entertained? Your penis penis stands up at the end and sort of... Does does the woman give you the thumbs up or the thumbs down when it's over?
1: Well, I stand at the foot of the bed, put my hands on my hips and say, you may refer to me as Marcus Aurelius.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, in in all seriousness, like what you just said, if somebody desires something a little bit more, I mean, there are aspects and ways to do that with the partner that you're with without necessarily seeking another partner who has that huge cock, you know, so you're still getting, and I'm sure that after you spoke solo swinging, there's probably a lot of ladies on the podcast who were like sploosh from just the intelligent conversation. But if you're wanting something more than the big dick, I mean, there are other ways to do do that. Um, Obviously, and there's tongues and there's fingers and there's, you know, toys and everything else. Giant
1: dicks we carry in the store, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, I I mean, uh, the funny thing about toys, you know, I remember – the first time I ever, I was dating someone in, 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 the, in the vanilla context, and we had been dating for a bit, so I you know, had, her, had her at home, and she discovered that I had sex toys, and she couldn't she couldn't fathom why I owned sex toys. Really? Um, and I, I sort of walked her through it. She knew I was in the lifestyle, but she, she didn't really know the, of what that meant. Sex
2: toys f- for you as a male, or sex toys no, for No, sex toys to
3: use on women. Ah. Um, and and I, 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 I it's not like I have a huge collection, but I have a f- had a few. Um, and we had gotten to a place where we could sort of speak openly about that, and I was like, well, you know, in most cases, it was a sex toy that I had seen used on someone in a lifestyle context, and it had an extreme positive reaction. And I sort of said to myself, well, self, if there's if this thing can do that, um, I don't know that I've ever m- brought a woman to that level of ecstasy. I need to. I should own that. You, you should know? have that. In my I, sh- I should be able to have that in my in my toolkit. I so have to speak. in your belt. Your utility belt. In my utility belt. There was a yeah. whole
0: like 80s montage thing that happened in my head with I need a hero like playing in the background.
3: <laughs> well, I mean Footloose well is Footloose is a favorite movie. So you know I'll, I'll take I'll take it. We've talked about that. We so did. absolutely. Let's hear it for the boy and uh, I need a hero. So you know.
0: <laughs> oh go it all really works. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys, and we've talked about penises and labias. Guys do guys have nipple issues, like self-conscious about nipples? Because I know girls do. And I want to get into that a seen little I only see one bit.
1: guy at Hito that had freakishly long nipples, and it, it only got my attention because they were laying on his chest. Do you
0: even notice your nipples? Do you I, take no. My your
1: nipples, nipples.
3: I just don't want people to touch them. It drives my me my nuts. nipples frustrate me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you need to
2: know about those?
3: No, my nipples. I'll, I'll tell you why my but nipples to be I, because, because I love boobs. I, I me had, too. I adore boobs. I'm and, a fan and since I was a. Baby. And I I love playing with boobs and sucking on boobs and all that sort of thing, and and i always you know friends of mine who when they're contemplating getting their boobs done or something like whatever you do just please you know go, go- you do the one that keeps sensitivity and all that. If, if I'm spending all my time there and I, you're just not registering at all, that's going to frustrate me to no end. The problem is I have the most insensitive nipples, and I don't mean as a personality. I have the most insensitive <laughs> so rude. nipples imaginable. <laughs> yeah, Very they're, offensive. They're nipples. blatantly rude.
2: To wait stuff.
3: But what happens is, yeah, to wait stuff. So what happens is I spend you know, my time, and, and I think there's a natural inclination. This is a whole separate conversation, but I think there's a natural inclination especially if you're playing with someone for the first time that they extrapolate from the thing you did to them that you may like it as well. So if I spend a lot of time on a woman's boobs and then a ter- the tables are turned and she gets her chance to go to town on me, she'll spend all this time on my boobs and I sort of have to give her that dreaded tap that guys hate getting, you know, and like, yeah. "Sweetie, it's just it's not doing anything. I'm sorry."
2: Sorry, see this?
3: Nothing. Yeah, bub kiss.
2: No I'm, no, I'm saying nothing.
3: Kate's over here thumping the shit out of yeah. her left
2: nipple, guys. <laughs> Daryl has sensitive like nipples, nipple, so you're right. I mean, if someone was playing with him and they were to come over to me, like, it's fucking chalk and cheese up in here. I'm like, yeah, they don't do anything for me. That's they're, like, they're just there. They're, just like
3: they're come ornamental. In, come in Tokyo. They're <laughs> just there. <is>
2: there. <laughs>
1: She's tuning in, Brisbane. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, they stand to attention, but it doesn't mean shit. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny. Cause <laughs> Play a game
0: of whack-buck with your tit.
1: <laughs> you know, Mallory, we've we've met a few girls o- over the years that have longer nipples. Mm-hmm. And almost without fail, they're extremely self-conscious about it. Oh, them. yeah. I dated a girl long before I met you that had the longest nipples I've ever seen. And I was, I'm going to be honest, I was shocked by them when I took her bra off. Because I'd never seen nipples like that in porn. I'd never seen them. In the magazines that I hid from my grandmother behind her uh, hairdryer, uh, She had one of the sit-down hair dryers that goes. Down I to was your gonna head.
2: say what? Yeah, well, she was a hairstylist. <laughs> okay. So she had
1: like the hair dryer chair. Yeah. And I used to hide my mags in her hair dryer because nobody ever used it. And you,
3: you grew up in Steel Magnolias, basically. Very is much you're right. such, yeah, so. yeah, actually.
1: Okay. Very much so. Well, it was really good until they went to move the chair one day, and all my mags fell out. Long after I moved out of the house. I blamed it on my grandfather.
0: I was going to say, you totally did not oh, take did. one. You did not fess up to that. No, no I, chance.
1: They all knew it was me, but I blamed him anyway. You're such a but shit.
0: I am. It's, hey,
1: blame. It's the American way. Uh, but anyway, you know, the, the gist of it is when I saw these the first time, I really wasn't sure what to do. Should I pay more attention to them, less attention to them? Am I going to make self conscious by calling them out? Am I freaked out by it? And I'm going to be a little honest. At first, I was. But I was younger. I was inexperienced. I hadn't seen what I've seen at this point, uh, today would I be? No. Uh, what I I don't, what my question, I guess, is as women, do you want something that is noteworthy about yourself, that does stand about yourself, whether it's larger labia or a bigger clitoris or bigger nipples, do you want special attention paid to it? And, or if you don't, do you say something? If you do, do you say something?
0: Mm, that's a good question. So, yes and no? <laughs> 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 All right, that's going to help I the mean, Mallory like, for president, yeah. 2027. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I mean, you asked like five or six different questions in there effectively. So it's very specific to what we're talking about. So like my lips, for example, my labias, yeah, fine, play with them. Like don't chew on them. But I, if you pay special Laffy attention to them, I do like it. But I don't necessarily crave it per se. Um, my clit now it's more sensitive so there's like uh, a different approach well i mean there's nerve endings around there right so yeah and like it's more pronounced so someone who is obviously not engaged with a clit like that that protrudes because for a lot of our play for example we play find the clit we have to chase that little little guy around a well, lot. Do you think
1: those girls are just as self conscious? By the way, if their clit is like a micro, I think they're
0: yes. And I find that they they're just frustrated because they they have challenges in getting off, utilizing those nerve bundles that you're you're chasing around. Me, it's the opposite. Like you can't go too hard too soon because like that's a lot of nerve bundles exposed, like right there. And it, it doesn't always require direct contact. So I'm very verbose when it comes to that. My nipples, it's kind of hit or miss because like. Sometimes in the throes of passion, I'm like, oh, yeah, suck on them harder. But, like, if we're playing around and, and it's just standard foreplay, I don't even know that I want them, like, touched, per se. Like, maybe grazed, but not necessarily, like, fondled with. Yeah. But you know me. I'm very vocal. Yeah. I'm very confident in being vocal. But what I don't know you, that I have to
2: be. So I'm currently reading What's Your Nipple Type? and other 24 Facts About Nipples. Um because, you know, multitasking. It says here that there were four to eight types of nipples. And they can be flat, protruding, introverted, cl- unclassified. It's also have you know possible to have one breast with a protruding nipple and one without. Yeah, like an in, Indian and Audi.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It says, um, it talks about like introverted nipples are normal mm-hmm. as well. Um, I... And it also, wait, I also want to say. Is it like
3: Myers Briggs for uh, for nipples now? Yeah, it is. And I also (laughs) want to say INFJ.
2: (laughs) It says number six, and I won't talk about this anymore, but this is on healthline.com. Nipple hair is real. I just want to mention that. Um, I, I have never really, I mean, I think not necessarily my nipples, but definitely areola have been a. Consideration and the ratio of areola to my breast size, yeah, have been a consideration. And I know other women who either feel like they have, you know, it's it's darker or it's I bigger. I was gonna say the, the color as well, the color, the size, the ratio. I think all of those things come Texture, into play, whether it's smooth or has little raised, bumpies on yep. it. Yep, and then I think also, um, Kay from that couple next door podcast mm-hmm. has she has. Large, like larger nipples, yeah. and she used to joke around about how she can hold like five CDs on her, her nipples. nipple. <laughs> she probably needs to get a new reference because like CDs are so you know.
1: Oh yeah, the kids today are gonna be like early
2: two thousands. But she she spoke about the fact that you know since joining the lifestyle, she came to realize that at the beginning she would ap- almost apologize to the people she's playing with for her larger nipples. Now she's like, ah, eh, you know, I've seen them all shapes, colors, sizes, whatever, and so she kind of feels a little bit more confident about them now. It's um, hot as
3: fuck
1: too, so there's that.
2: Yeah, so I I think it really matches her body. You know, I think it matches her hips and I think it matches Mm -hmm. her butt and everything else. Um, But me specifically, I don't have a problem with my nipple size, areola to breast Mm -hmm. size. I will say right now, I don't like my boobs. Mm -hmm. My right one, especially, it can just get the fuck out. Is Um, it just an asshole or? It's bigger and it's so it's sagging a little bit more because I've got like more fat on. And obviously when you put more weight on your boobs and other things, they get bigger so I'm not liking them in general right now, but I've always felt okay about my nipple to areola to, to breast tissue ratio. Got it.
1: Is that something that causes you, or any of these things, so whether it's labia, clitoris, nipples, cock size for us, does it slow us down when we go to, to sleep yeah, with is somebody? anything ad- in that yes.
2: a deal breaker for anyone? Yep. Really? make you do
1: where you don't want to show your parts to somebody so you just don't play?
2: Yeah, yeah. 100%. it's um you know I I wear certain outfits right now especially again my right boob my poor right boob that cops it um I will wear an outfit and I'm like no because of my right boob oh I will like go to a playroom or go to a club and I'm like nope don't want to do that because of whatever self-conscious reason that I'm feeling in that moment in that time and it may not be something that carries over to the next week or the next month but in that moment does it stop me from playing 100% how about you Mel? I don't know that it has.
1: Yeah, you just go.
0: I mean, I'm self-conscious about it, or I'll mention it. I, I, the way I deal with stuff like that is I make a joke, usually off-color, self-deprecating, mm-hmm. and then I move on. <laughs> you know, but I don't know that it's ever stopped me from playing. My tiny, when I lost sweet and my boobs were smaller, I think that was the most self-conscious I ever felt. So, like, i take my bra off and i cover my boobs. I distinctly remember doing that before I got my boob job. Mm-hmm. But That's I don't know soul. that it stopped me.
3: Yeah, I was say I, I don't. I mean, we in, in another in another bit of unfairness where men have an unfair advantage uh, uh, in so many ways. But in this one in particular, we can't do the comparison as obviously at least on the boob thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like I have no idea what his dick is like if I see if I see a couple and I'm worried how I will measure up. I I can't know unless I've been hanging out at Hedo or someplace like that, where I've seen Mm -hmm. the gentleman naked. Um, So that doesn't really enter it. I think all sorts of other body issues and body positivity enters into it. If I, I think we've all had a moment in our lives where we have said, Oh, I'm, uh, you know, she's out of my league or he's out of my league Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I do that for any number of other reasons that have nothing to do with dick size. I'm like, Oh, she's married to that guy. That guy's ripped. That guy's whatever. There's no way. And now I've, In 20 years, I've learned that that can go out the window very quickly, and it's one of the reasons I love the lifestyle, but it's not specifically related to the topic at hand, which is dick size.
2: No, I think it does size matter, and I think it's a really good time to break because you just mentioned abs, and I think that's a whole other fucking rabbit hole we can go down. Well, there you go.
3: (laughs) Surely, so we we
1: actually did an episode uh, this season talking about just kind of not just body issues, but just self-confidence issues. And, and discovering your own self-confidence and how we let our fears about ourselves allow us to make decisions for other people. We tell ourselves they don't want us, so they don't have to, so they won't ever do it to save us for the embarrassment of being told no. And I think things like dick size, things like other, you know, sexual body part size, frankly, the size of my belly, Right. It's, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm looking at a guy who's got a perfect six pack and I don't. Yes, I got a bit of a dad bod, ladies. Sorry to tell you. Uh, but, you know, the reality is there's a lot of times where I'll look at somebody and go, there's no chance she'd be into me. I'm going to save her the trouble. I'm going to tell her we're friends. I'm going to friend zone myself and I'm going to take myself out of the game. We've talked about this ad nauseum here on Casual Swinger.
2: Hey, Honey Spoon, how you doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Honey <laughs> yeah, Spoon's fun. a great example.
0: Yeah. Fun mentioning our seminar. Yeah,
1: you did get mentioned in the uh, seminar, Honey Spoon, just so you know.
3: Well, and, I, and I'll just say, I, and I don't know, uh, I haven't listened to all the episodes, so I don't know how many single men you've had on the podcast in the past, but uh, that that rings true even more for me because, for better or worse, in couple situations, there are plenty of guys who can lean on their wife or vice versa sometimes in those scenarios to go, yeah, okay, I maybe I, maybe I am – not confident enough, or I don't think I'm in their league, but I know my wife is. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, that's going to be my crowbar, so to speak, in, in a very crass way of saying. Well, there's plenty it. of guys that do that but, in lifestyle. But, but in my case, I take myself out of it because I'm like, I it's just me. All I have to offer is me. So either she's into me or she's not. And I will say, and I say to myself, there's just no way. I, I, I can tell from who she's with. And you, I've, that was, you know, probably earlier in my life. And you've come around to this notion of just because she has. An Adonis, let's say, doesn't mean she always wants an Adonis. Doesn't mean she doesn't mean she can't be attracted to somebody who isn't an Adonis. Doesn't mean she can't be attracted to my brain. Doesn't mean she can't be attracted to my sense of humor or whatever it is. Um, And thank God for that. But it's also why the vanilla world bores me now, because the, the vanilla world is so superficial. And that's why it's uh, you can't get behind that. And uh, I love it.
0: that about you, but also it's kind of rude to make up somebody's mind for them without even asking 100%. them. Right? Hundred percent. And we, so. but yet we do
3: it. It's, hu- it's oh, human. It's human. Unavoidable it's, human nature, even though it is in fact rude. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's, that's the great part about being married to Mallory is every guy thinks he has a shot after he looks at me.
0: <laughs> He's like, "Yep, I'm in."
1: I'm sorry. That's I, not I, true. I'm going
3: to cue <laughs> the violin section right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's got I, I, so rough, poor guy. You know, you never answered your own question. What was that about? Has anything about size ever stopped you from playing?
1: No. Uh, well, okay. Yes, yes, it has. Uh, not dick size. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I mean, I, I'm not like I'm not a horse or anything, but I'm fairly blessed to be better than average in that regard. So yes, you I are. don't. I've never worried about it. Sure, there's guys bigger than me, uh, but half the time those guys are getting yeah. looked at, going, "Fuck no." So I'm cool with where I'm at, you know, I'm, I'm somewhere between Goldilocks and the big bear and I'm happy with that. You know, it's, um, that works for me. Uh, But yes, uh, obviously my physical size has stopped me. Uh, You know, being concerned about guys being in better shape than me has stopped me. Uh, Things like, uh, you know, my teeth have stopped me before when I get self-conscious that's, about my that's teeth. That's
0: funny you said that because I, I get self-conscious about mine as well because I have this, like, one little snaggle that just doesn't want to do anything no matter how many times I've had braces or corrective gear and whatnot. Like, I just, I'm, I got a snaggle. Yeah. Like, this one little, like, derpy tooth. Well, and and I, I feel so I like always smile. Too. I always turn my head and smile in a, in a specific direction, so. Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I have definitely stopped uh, myself for different reasons that that are related to size, physical size, body attributes, but usually not genital. Hell, I've stopped myself because I haven't had a haircut and I feel like my head looks too big.
0: That's actually something new because you just recently kind of had hair since like the whole quarantine thing happened. So now you, yeah, you're definitely self-conscious about that at times. Like you cannot miss your haircut.
1: Yeah, I will not go to an event if my hair's grown out. You're Hilarious. But I
0: totally feel you. I'm not trying to be.
3: It's intensive. a thing. That's it, right. Does it grow in purple now? Is that official? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it doesn't. No, that's a thing. We got That's just so it doesn't go gray. It makes me look younger. Oh. No. Yeah. You know, so when we talk about some of these size things, we're talking about, obviously, things like dick size, things like labia, things like how loose is a girl. But we really skimmed over the whole clit thing a little bit. Now we talked about the small ones, and I think we call those runners, right? Because runners, you got to chase yeah, it all it over the place. Yes. Uh, you, you now you're bisexual, Kate, mm-hmm. and uh, solar swinging. You're not, but you do. You're the fan of the clitoris, so uh,
3: <laughs> Ab- absolutely, absolutely. Ch- chapter, so chapter president.
1: Have we all encountered a runner before? Do we all know what I'm talking about when I say a runner, like a clit that you just—it's there, now it's over here, like a, a cat player.
3: chasing a laser pointer. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah per- that's perfect, actually.
1: Yeah, now would you, uh, and I'll ask both of you, or all three of you actually, as bisexual women and a very, very big fan of the clitoris, which do you prefer? Do you prefer a larger clitoris that's, you know, you can find it, you don't have to be Batman to find it, you know exactly Kate what Kate from is?
2: Australia. Um, I prefer a lady that tells me what she wants. I don't, Fair. you know, I mean, for me, clit size, small, big, medium, to the left, hanging down low, whatever it's doing Matters not to me. What matters is the fact that I'm already stressed trying to pleasure a woman. It makes me so fucking anxious that I don't, you know, if she, I just wanted to tell me what's going on, I wanted to tell me what's feeling good. I need to get, I want her to give me direction. I want her to, her body to move in a certain direction. I want her to vocally tell me. I want her to moan and give me signals. That's it for me. It's not about the clit. Whatever it's doing, it's. It's all very well and good, wherever it is, but if she's not giving me fucking direction, then it matters not. It's a moot point. Mic drop.
0: Yeah, no, here, here. I can't. I could not agree more. The nonverbal and verbal communication of pleasure is way more important than the aesthetic.
1: So you don't have a preference in nope. terms of whether it's a runner nope. or easy to find, nope. as long as she's telling you whether it yes. feels good or not.
2: Yeah, but just yes. because it's easy to find doesn't mean that you're going to get her off. Right, and it...
0: Fun fact, it doesn't mean the clit is going to get her off at all. Like, some girls don't get off from clitoral stimulation. Sometimes it's pressure. Sometimes it's only intervaginally. Like, really depends. So, again, the clit, cut, like, what it looks like, and its size is kind of irrelevant.
1: So when it comes to vagina, size does not matter?
0: No, not for me.
3: All right. How about you, Sola? I'm, in, I'm inclined to agree with all of that. I mean, I was actually just um, unexpectedly with a, someone who I've known for years and never played with, and... She's been having major, major back trauma and it's resulted in lack of sensitivity in her clitoris of all things. And I'm sure I'm sure those oh, the, that's a nerve with issue. stronger yeah. knowledge of physiology yeah. and, and, and neurology can speak to that. Um, but she was basically very upfront with me. She's like, I can I, I haven't had a clitoral orgasm in, in like two years. Oh basically my god. Had. Um, <laughs>
2: Mallory uh, would literally die. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. might actually It'd be a
3: new but, level of hangry. So, so you know, but I, I agree with, with, the, with the spirit of everything that's been said. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I, the only I think the only time it could become frustrating to me is if if it's somebody who has an unusually small quatoris and you're searching for it and you don't get any visual cues yet you think you've done all the things that you know how to do. To find it, you know, you've, you've pulled back the hood of the clit, you've tried right, you've tried left, you've tried upright, up left, you've tried down, you've, you know, swirling, you've tried every, every you know thing you know, you may know how to do, and it's, you're still not getting that spot that you know you're used to hitting where you get the arched back and you get the soft moan and you get the thing you want that you're going to come back to to get her off eventually. and It's
2: the Street Fighter combo. Left, left, down, down, right, yeah, side. Yeah, the
3: cheat code. <laughs> you know. You
1: know. It's you, up, you, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select, start. Yeah. There you go. So you, the, che- the cheat
3: code for the Quatoria. So you've tried everything, including the cheat code, and you still haven't gotten that? Then you're like, oh, God, what do I have? Like, then you sort of say, please just tell me where it is. Draw me a map. Do something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but otherwise, no, I don't think. The size is, is it's completely irrelevant. It's, it's all result-based. It's all about you know, knowing that it's working. So for the ladies on this one, is it,
1: have you noticed any correlation to guys with average or smaller penises being easier to get off than guys with bigger penises? Maybe the nerves are closer together? I have to think together? about
2: that, I've never... No, I've not really, I've uh, honestly, I, I have not noticed any differential. I mean, if you're talking about foreskin versus not, I mean, that's probably part of it too. You know, I probably have noticed it a little bit more there. Then you know, in, in sensitivity-wise and, and guys that, you know, don't wear jocks versus do wear jocks and that whole thing. Um, I think that can play uh, probably a part in getting off. Um, but, I mean, also, it's a, it's a fucking mental game too, yeah. right? So, I mean, really, like, physiologically, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I don't – I could not – I would have to sit down and run through – my sexual adventures, to Jesus! Really that would take some time. Of, I know, right? I, and we don't have that kind of time. We're almost out now. We're
3: doing a teleth- um, we're doing a telephone. How much have we <laughs> raised so far?
0: I don't know that there's a correlation there for me. I would actually have to get back to you, but um, I have a question for you, Kate. What about scrotum ball size and ratio to penis size?
1: Like a Nazi symbol, a beach ball. It's
0: I. I would be lying to you if I if I didn't acknowledge that every time I note. Yep. All of
2: those things. Um, and, but I like balls very much so. So, Daryl has yeah. actually had testicular torsion twice in his life. Oh my God. What so is that? It's where oh, it it's twisted s- balls. so bad. You should Google that shit. It's no, horrible. No, I'm not no. going to Google that. I want to have you sex should. later, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he's had testicular torsion twice at different, different times. Yeah. And what that resulted in was him actually getting his balls stitched up. Okay. So, he has very tight, very nice ball to cock ratio and yeah. I love it. I love his balls. Uh-huh. And I had never been with a guy who had um, like longer, bigger, you know, I just hadn't seen, a, I guess, a, a lot of diversity in ball shape, mm-hmm. size, and everything else that mm-hmm. kind of goes, goes along with that. And, you know, which is weird for me because when you think about boobs and they come in all these different, amazing shapes, sizes, whatever, yeah. and they move to the lab and they hang down here and they do their thing. Um, I hadn't experienced that a lot with balls Until I joined the lifestyle. And I I remember years and years ago with a flatmate of mine telling me that when they were fucking in doggy that the guy that she was fucking, his balls would slap her clit. Yes. From behind. And I was like, I don't understand. Like that to me was such a foreign concept because I'd never been with a guy that was like that. So I do, I probably actually pay more attention to a guy's balls than I actually did to his dick. (laughs) same wow and i don't mean to like randomly now give people a whole other set of fucking (laughs) things to worry about right now
3: unsolicited ball picks now
2: yeah no that's fine (laughs) but i do i mean for me like daryl has and they will never sag now like they're stitched up like that's they're very tight it's a whole thing and i i I, it's very aesthetically pleasing to me his ball cock situation that he has going on Daryl, we know now that you are aerodynamic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys register or acknowledge like the b- your your balls ball to dick ratio, any like that, or, or when you're in the playroom, someone no, else size someone else's balls? I feel our like balls you guys when they're
3: in the way, yeah. we hit them accidentally. I, was
0: th- I feel like guys find them ar- irrelevant from an aesthetic
3: perspective. Uh, I mean, other than manscaping, mm. uh, no, I, I have I really pay little to no attention to my balls.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, literally. I mean, you just yank them down about a foot and a half, and then give them a nice shave.
3: I I did have a corollary wow. question to the one you asked earlier. This, this is actually born of an insecurity that I had when I was, when I was much younger. Um, but do you find any correlation between dick size and skill at oral? Oh, I mean Ooh, that's
2: an interesting <laughs> question. I, 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 and
3: I'll just I'll just say I'll just say parenthetically because I mentioned the insecurity. I'll just say I, I when I was first becoming sexually active and knew that I wasn't particularly well endowed again what I found out was nothing nothing different than average but at the time I was incredibly insecure about it and so I set about to get Learn good more, do at more, oral, yeah. get her off make sure she gets hers and then everything else is gravy I will yeah.
2: I will say that especially this question that came from the seminar and I you know I mean I don't mean to stereotype here what kind of do but I would say that for the guys that have been, not necessarily maybe dick size, but for the guys that have been unable to perform in the bedroom, that's it for them. They're just checking out entirely. And it is so silly to me because I'm like, I am not just my pussy. Like I have hands, I have my mouth, Fuck, like I have my fucking feet, if that's what you're into. And so for me, the whole concept of like that one part of your body, either being performing or not, or big or small, It is so strange that like that is the thing you focus on. So I would honestly say that for the men that have been unable to perform or the guys that think that their cock is big and that's their only playing card, they probably don't spend enough time on foreplay. You know what? They don't even fucking spend enough time on asking me what it is that I'm interested in and can they fulfill my desires? So I would say that there probably is a little bit of ego involved there in people that might have that. And then they don't want to find out anything else about you or your pleasure or how to do anything else. I don't know. Mallory?
0: God, no. Um, not, not that it has a correlation to size. Okay. And I think it has to do with the confidence and enthusiasm more than anything else. I think somebody's personality type. I, I do make a decision in the moment whether or not they're good at oral. Like having a conversation with them if they're, they're warm, sense of humor that's more where I make the correlation versus dick size. You know, we've
3: like you, 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 we, we all also heard like, you know, people look at guys on the dance floor they can tell if they can fuck, right? I think we've all heard that at some point. If you, yeah, watch, so, if you watch a guy on the gait. dance floor, I bet you can tell if he can fuck. So Someone's if, gait? So if I he can talk, he thing. can like, pussy. You know, he, he can eat pussy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or sing. Like, um, sing, can you, like, are you good at that? Like, I've, I, I, I think about those things, but I don't know that I've actually made a correlation, but like somebody's gait, how they walk, male and female, I'm like, mm, I bet they're good and bad. I don't know why that registers with me, but it does.
1: I would almost argue that people that are good listeners, whether they're men or women, mm. are better in bed because they actually pay attention to you, what you're saying. So ear size. <laughs> yeah, ear size. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know is know si- this is a conversation about size. conversation about size. That's it's right. Sweet. Fuck 80-year-old people. They have
3: giant ears. Brain size, ear size, vocabulary size.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
3: Size matters. Apparently. Just depends what we're talking about. But more doesn't always equal better. Yeah. Right? There. I think that's... And
2: less doesn't more as not well. Always better. Less doesn't as well, just because somebody is a size... Fuck, I don't know what it is in American speak. We would say like a size six model in Australia, but I think that's probably like a zero here or something. Probably. Mm. So yeah. Th- yeah. more, we're more is not better, but here. equally less is not better. And that can be from a physical standpoint of like, oh, you know, she's fit and she's... Whatever versus like maybe I got some hips and maybe I got some my thighs and you know my booty hangs a little bit lower than my white shorts at lunchtime. Um, Holler, that's <laughs> me. Well, basically, so, so basically, <laughs> the conclusion
3: then is that quantitative is just simply not a good assessment for almost anything. Yeah, yeah and and in I will put that role. in a
1: way that people that you know probably don't have a masters in English can understand a little better by saying that size matters, but it's not holding you back. Size isn't the thing; isn't the reason you're not happy. Size isn't the reason that you're not getting what you want. There's something and it
2: else. It doesn't propel you forward equally. No, it doesn't. So push we're forward, size, it doesn't push you size. We're back. saying size matters, but it's not going to be your saving grace yeah. or at your detriment. Yeah. You
0: know what? I do kind of wish though that girls with big labias had the same confidence of guys with big dicks. I know, right? Like, I would I just wish, love I to like, see that. I
1: like a little bit of meat down there. I like. <laughs> I like something to play with. I think it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I look down there, and I'm, and I honestly, you know, it's one of those things because you know, obviously pubis is a thing of the past today. And I think that when you you look down there, if it looks, you know, like hardwood floors and there's no meat to speak of, and there's just this little slit there, I mean, I have no confidence unless I know you that you're older than twelve. Like, at least give well, so me something down point. there that shows me you, you're like a woman. A
0: good point, like. You do have to go, okay, so how do I approach this? Because, I mean, it's like you can blow raspberries on it. That usually doesn't
3: work. But yeah, I, I want to believe there is a bean to flick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let
1: me flick this. I need bean. to find
3: the magic bean somehow.
1: <laughs> and a bean of significance is a beautiful thing.
3: I, I want a needle point with that, please. <laughs> a, a, bean a, bean throw, of significance. a throw pillow with a needle. <laughs> There Confucius, Confucius, say, a bean of significance. Bean we
1: of have run out of time here. I want to thank both Kate from Wonderless Swingers and Solo Swinging for joining us in this conversation about size from New Orleans, Louisiana. We are going to go find some booze. I think Mallory wants to get laid, so we're going to do something about Please. that. It's all this discussions about clitoris and, like,
2: I know. <laughs> like, like, what what waka could waka possibly waka. have gotten her going? <laughs> I, know, <right? laughs> I have
1: no idea. Plus, our good friend Solo Swinging's got a flight to catch, so we're going to bounce out of here. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Mallory, before we get out of here, you want to remind everybody how to find us one more time.
0: Sure thing. We are Casual Swinger everywhere. That's casualswinger.com. Feel free to shoot us a message at podcast at casualswinger.com. Hey, are you enjoying the show? Because if so, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us as Casual Swinger on social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, as well as the dating sites. That's SLSSTC, Cassidy, and Double Date Nation.
1: That'll do it, folks. Thanks for joining us on this conversation on size. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.